Zakta Gemara, starting as Hashem, Daft Hezayin Ahmed Aleph. We just cleared the Dalid Shinichas to the Pardes. We finished that Sugya, and now we are starting seven lines, eight lines down. Tan Rabbanan. Shisha Dvarim. So we're going to a little bit of a Gadita just to finish up, and then we're going to get back to Chagiga. Tan Rabbanan. Shisha Dvarim Nemru B'Shedim. There are six things that are, six attributes or qualities said about the Shedim. Shlisha Kamalachi Asharis. In three ways, they are like Malachi Asharis. So Shlisha Kamalachi In three ways, they are like humans. Shlisha Kamalachi Asharis. That is, that the Shedim Yeshlam Knafayim, they have wings, Kamal Cheshars, Vitasen, they float, they fly, fly around, Misaifa Elamad, Saifai, Kamal Cheshars, Vyoidin Masha Asad Liyas Kamal Cheshars. They know the future. Praktigamara Yoidin, like they intuitively just know the future? No, Ella Shoimimachare Paragud Kamal Cheshars, right? They have back, uh, a back, back, what do you call it? Uh, a, backstage. backstage, backstage access, okay? They could hear from Machare Paragate. So that's in three ways that the Shadim are like Malachi Asharis. So Shlisha Kivnei Adam, Oichlin V'Shoyzin Kivnei Adam, that Shadim eat and drink like Bnei Adam, Parim V'Ravin, they have the ability to reproduce like Bnei Adam, Umeisin Kivnei Adam, and Shadim die just like humans. Okay, now, Shisha Dvarim, in six ways, Shisha Dvarim, Namru B'Bnei Adam. Shlisha Kivnei Asharis, so again, there's six attributes, and three, three of them will say they are similar to... Um, <clears throat> The humans are similar to Kamalchi Asharis, and three, like a behema. Shoshik behema. Shoshik Kamalchi Asharis, Yishlahim Das Kamalchi Asharis. So we have the ability, we have Das, right? we have the ability to, un- to understand, to process mental. Umahalchid bekoimiz Kufa, we walk upright, Kamalchi Asharis, as opposed to an animal which walks on fours. Umasaprin, Belashana Kaidesh Kamalchi Asharis, okay, it means that we have the ability to talk. Okay, we use Lashana Kaidesh is the way we refer to that, but it means Dafka, the ability, the power of speech. In three ways, humans are like a behemoth. We eat and we drink like a behemoth. We, we reproduce. Okay, don't. So we are might say that we, we have to go to the bathroom. Fine. Now, let's go back to the Mishnah. We said, anyone who looks at four things. Right? They should not, it's Roy like a Lushan of that they should not have been born. Bishlama, so okay, what were the four things? Mala, 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 mata, mala, chor, mala, fnim. Bishlama, mala, 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 mata, what is above the universe? What is above creation? What's below it? Mala, chor, what, what will be in the future? Again, so these are places like we discussed that there's a problem that our mind is going places we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we, we shouldn't have it go. Okay. However, So the question is, that's in the history books. Why can't we look at what was what happened before the world was created? What's the problem over here? Well, I'm saying it's not in the history books, but it's it's in the past, and therefore we should be able to look at it. It's not. It's logically, it's something that occurred. Just go back to one step earlier. So why should it be a problem to to think about those things? Mashal Melch Basar Vidam. So we're going to use a mushal over here. We have to work out a little bit. Mashal Melch Basar Vidam, Shamar Labadov, that he told his servants, Bonoli Palatrin Gedolin Ala Ashba. He said, Go ahead and build me a palace on what uh, was the municipal um, city dump, that was the garbage dump. So Halchu, Bonoli Hisu, he ends up with a beautiful palace. Ein Ritzayna Shamelech Lahaskir Shema Ashba. Right? At that point, he no longer wants anybody to say, uh, they don't want to call the palace name by what the name of the dump was. Right? It's, it's a bizarre to say, so too. So now the question is, how do you compare this to the world 
right? Because there was nothing before the world. There was, there was nothing. There was no creation. There are some say that there was some sort of creation and it was some sort of dark matter or something, but there was, there was nothing. There was nothing before the world. So the Marsha says that even though the, what's the problem over here? That you're going to think about what was there before the creation of the world and the answer is whatever you arrive at is going to be false because there was nothing. So it's, a, it's begether sheker. And therefore, he says, yeah, you're right, that the, 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 the mushal is not exactly similar to the nimshal, because here we're saying it's a davr shebizayin, and, and uh, there we're saying that, no, that it's, you're going to arrive at some sort of davr sheker, okay, and therefore our Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't want, want you to, to, to think about something that's ultimately going to lead to a davr sheker on what happened before the world, because there was nothing, and therefore don't think about it. So it's not an exact comparison to the mushal, nimshal, but that's the general way of understanding this muscle. That's a way of understanding this muscle. Okay. So the Mishnah said a pretty fairly, um, you know, non-descriptive statement of anybody doesn't have, doesn't care about, doesn't, doesn't care about the covet of his, of his creator. So what does that mean? What, what is this that you're not chas on covet so Ravaba Amar Zeham Astakal Bakeshes. If somebody looks, stares at a rainbow. Okay, now the, what's, what's the rainbow? The symbol of the rainbow is that Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to destroy the world, right? So uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu made a bris with Nayach that he's not going to destroy the world anymore. And then we know that the symbol of that is when we see a rainbow, that's a Kaddish Baruch Hu keeping that bris. Really? So what that means is that Kaddish Baruch Hu is not, is upset. So staring at a rainbow is like staring at somebody who's kaviyachal upset or, you know, you can't look away. You're just staring at somebody that's having a temper tantrum, kaviyachal. I mean, I don't know how you say these words, klape HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the, the rainbow is a symbol of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's anger. So when someone's angry, to stare at them is not lefi kvaydai, right? They're, they let them blow off the steam and go on in the light. To sit there and stare at them and gawk, that's not appropriate. So too, it's not appropriate for us to look at a rainbow is a way that we can explain this. Somebody who does an Avera in, right, in, 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 <coughs> in hiding, meaning in private. Okay, so now let's go through this. So we have these three, um, uh, yeah, yeah, so we have, we said, so the Pasuk says, how do we know that that is a possibility of what is that's not, it's, that's being, um, it's not showing Kaddish Baruch the proper cover. Dechsev the pasuk says Kimare Hakeshes, like the vision of a rainbow Asher Yia Beonon that is in the clouds Biyoyim Ageshin Kimare Hanoya Savim Humare Dvusk Maid Hashem. Okay, so we see that that is considered the the Keshes is considered a manifestation of the Dmus Kavod Hashem. So again, staring at it like we explained is just not appropriate when a Kaddish Baruch is. Kaviyachal upset, whatever that means. Rav Yisuf Amar Zoyver Averi B'Seiser Kedar Rav Yitzchak Damar Rav Yitzchak Kol Oyver Averi B'Seiser Kilu Doyche Gragle Shchina. Okay, it's like one is pushing aside the Ragle Shchina. What does that mean? Meaning, Rashi explains Oymer Beliboy Ena Shchina Kan Uchsev Aretz Hadoyim Ragloi. That's why we're saying Ragle Shchina because we said that the Hashemayim Kisi Aretz Hadoyim Hadoyim Ragloi. It's still under the domain of a Kaddish Baruch but it's Begeder Ragloi on his feet. So the point is that you're basically saying, I could hide from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I can go do the Avera in private, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu won't see it. Right? And that's why that is what he, that is what Yosef said is, um, kol, in the Kaddish, kata- that's what it means when the Mishnah says, Kaddish Baruch Hu, 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 K
So frakt gemara, ain't really? You want to say that somebody who does an Avera B'Seser is, that's a, that, that impinges on the cover of a Kaddish Baruch If a person sees that his Yetzer is Misgaber, that he can't, he can't hold himself back from doing an Avera. So he should go where he, he should go to where he has anonymity. He goes to a place where nobody knows him. And he wears black clothes. Okay, and he wraps himself in a black wrap. Do whatever you want. Okay, so before we get to the answer, what we see clearly here is that if your person is going to do an Avera, do it in private. So how are you saying that to do an Avera in private impinges on the covenant of a Kaddish Baruch Before we get to the answer, we have to understand what this means. We had this uh, pretty recently in Maid Cotton. We had it, okay? So we had it about a month ago. We had this concept. So there we had the Mefarish and Tesis said some things. So some of this will cross over. The Mefarish are differently than Rashi over here or what we consider Rashi on Cotton. So now Rashi says, so again, a guy was going to do an Avera. So you should go to a place where they're not going to be mocker him. Rashi here says, So number one, it knocks a guy down a peg. Okay, meaning he goes, the anonymity creates when a person is a respected person in a community or whatever. So he has a certain, he feels he has a, fir- a certain standing. Okay, so the first thing we want to do is knock him down a peg. So he goes to a place where he isn't known, automatically a person lowers himself. And along with that, the kayach of his yetzer will go away, and maybe he won't do the avera. And even if he's not able to, he's still not able to withstand, still, okay, so the idea is the same idea of he goes to a place where he isn't known, and he puts on black clothing, so he's lowering himself. Hopefully, because of that, he's lowering his gaiva, and therefore the yetzer will, 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 will temper down, and he'll be able to go ahead and not do the Avera. But worst case scenario, even if he's doing the Avera, at least it won't be a chalashem, other people are seeing it. And that's the idea here. Okay, that's, that's the idea. Taisu says that no, the Bumar says, Vyasa Masha Libay Chafetz, it sounds like carte blanche. You're giving carte blanche to go ahead and do whatever you want. Taisu says, Legamri, Mashmad Mutabla the Adam Shiyasa Chafetza, if you're going to do the Avera anyways, do it, do it quietly. And that's the Gemara's Kasha, right? You just said that it's a person who doesn't have Avera, but is, is someone who is, who is in the category of, of, kol shalei chasal kavad kainai. He's impinging on the covet of HaKadosh Baruch And then Taisa says, that's not Kepei Rishabeinu Hananel, who has a complete, so Rashi kind of is kind of in the middle. Taisus says, no, he could do whatever he wants, just do it qu- privately, and that's the Gemara's Kasha. And he says, which we mentioned, He's saying that this is the way to make sure you don't come to Avera, but we're not saying that the guy can go in and do the Avera in private. And then Taisus is telling on the fact that in order to have our Gemara's Kasha, it has to sound like you are given the ability to do the Avera in private. Okay, so anyways, the Gemara answers, loy kasha. So how do we deal with these two? Loy kasha, is doing an Avera in private a good thing or a bad thing? Is it impinging on the covenant? Hashem's thing versus loy kasha. Ha, dematzi kayef yitzrei. So somebody that has the ability to control his yitzer and he doesn't, right? And he doesn't because he says no one can see anything. I could have, but you know what? No one's going to see it anyway. So yeah, that impinges on the covenant of Kaddish Baruch. What do you mean nobody sees that? Kaddish Baruch was everywhere. Somebody is unable, he's unable, it's hard to understand this, but it's unable, 
he's unable to be kaivish his yetzer, he's going to do the avera anyways, then you're better off doing it privately so that you don't make a chel Hashem, that people don't see it. It's not a public display of you going against a Kaddish Baruch So again, it depends on what the situation is. And that's the, that's the answer to the question. Darish Rabbi Yehuda, so now we discuss this concept. So anybody who looks at three things, ain't of kaihais. Bekeshes, a rainbow, right? So we discussed that, the, and now we discussed the reason is, right? Because it's considered impinging on the covenant of a Kaddish Baruch Uvenasi, and on nasi, uvekaihanim, for different reasons. Bekeshes, tachsiv, kimari, hakeshes, yebeh, and on biyam hageshem, hu maradumus kveid Hashem. Okay, so that again, it's like you're looking at the covenant of a Kaddish Baruch and that is why you're not allowed to look at that. Dechsev, the Pasuk says, uh, nasi. Now, how do we know one can't look at a nasi? Meaning the problem here is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is infusing these, however we understand this, with a little bit of his, of, of his, uh, of his kavod, of his Ruach HaKadosh, and therefore you can't stare at that. Just like you're not allowed to, a person can't see, Kilo Yirani Adam Bachai, a person can't see the Shechina, can't see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So too, these people, or these things, have a little bit of what we consider the Kavad Hashem, and therefore it's not appropriate to stare at them. Benasi Dechsev, the Pasuk says, Benasati, Benasati Mehoidcha Alav. Okay, so that we see that when HaKadosh Baruch when Moshe was basically uh, stepping down, right, Moshe wanted, he wasn't stepping down, he wanted additional help, so HaKadosh Baruch went ahead and convened the Nesim, and he gave them some of the Ruach HaKadosh. Ba'at Selman Ruach. Right, the pasuk says. So now, I will give from the from your hide. Right, we know Moshe got in last week's parsha. He got the kikaran arpanov. So he got that whatever that is. He got a part of the shechina. He got ruach hakodesh. He got that that light. So too, some of that went on to the nesim over here. Hamastakel, and therefore, so we see that a nasi has that. Right, looking at the kaihanim, the, the fingers of the kaihanim, that at the time of the base of the around, show you So they were they they would duchen and therefore there was some ruach hakodesh that came down, and that is why it's usher to look at the kaihanim. <coughs> That's why it's, it's usher to look at the kaihanim's uh, fingers while they're duchening. Okay, but however, Mark clearly says here that what's the iser? Now we know we, we practice this today. We don't look at the kaihanim. Right, they even the kahanim they keep their hands out. Okay, but but um, we, we don't look at the kahanim. So where does it come from? It says that is a zecher lemikdash. Really, the iser to look at the kahanim's it's just a minuk. The iser to look at the kahanim's fingers was only when there was a shechina there. When they said the shemur first and they were able to bring the shechina, that's why one is not allowed to look at it. But today's day and age, where there's no right, we don't have the there's no shechina there. So that is the mission. Brewer says that it's just a, it's just a minog. Right? So you should not look at the uh, fingers of the kaihanim. The pasuk says. Now again, we brought in Rabbi Yehuda from the Meturgim of So now we're bringing another member over here. The pasuk says, "Al ta'aminu al So what does that pasuk mean? Don't believe. In Ra. What does that mean? The Yetzirah tries to get you to say, don't worry, do the Avera anyways. HaKadosh Baruch will forgive it. Al-Tamin. Don't believe him. Shenemar. Al-Tamin Bera. Ve'in Ra. Ela Yetzirah. So when it says, Al-Taminu Bera, don't listen to the Yetzirah who tries to get you to do an Avera and says, don't worry, HaKadosh Baruch will, will you're, you're a good guy. HaKadosh Baruch will work it out. Shenemar. Sadimino, the Yetzirah is what's called Ra. Shenemar. Ki Yetzirah. Leib Ha'odam. Ra. 
Minurav, right? Bein aluf al kashbaru aluf is a kashbaru shenemar aluf neure ata shema taimar. So maybe you'll say me may it be who's going to know if I do the avera? So the gemara brings four shitas over here. Avne beisoy v'kares beisoy shall adam he meidin aluf. The stones and the beams of a person's house will be made on him. Shenemar ki even mikir tizak. Okay, that the stones will, from the wall will cry out and be made on a person on his actions if he doesn't have air. The chapes me'etz yanena. And the wood, the, wood, the wood particles from the beams will go ahead and again will, 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 will call out, will tell the person, will tell what the person did. Remember, so that's one mandamar. That it's not the <coughs> sticks and stones of his house that will be made, but it's nishmasa shalom, that the neshama of a person himself will be made. Shenemar's basuk says, mishkevas chekecha shamar picha. That what lies in chekecha inside the chest, right inside of a person, shamer pischepicha, eza hu davar shechaves bechegah shaladam. What is that? That lies in the chekai shaladam. Haveyomer is a neshama. That's the neshama. So that's the second. Who's going to be made? Either sticks and stones of the person's house or the neshama of the person. That every person has two malachiasharis. They will go ahead and be made on that the person did the avera. Shenemar kimalachav yitzav alachlishmar v'cholder achecha. Okay, and the last shita is v'yeshayimrim evar of shal adam eidin by that it's the evar of the limbs of a person shenemar as the pasuk says va'atem edai you right and you a kashbar who is saying to b'nei yisrael to people va'atem edai nuom hashem v'anikel that you meaning your own limbs will be made on you okay they will serve to be made on you so it's the the um, the karenara explains over here. That they are there. They, these are connected. The four zmane avoda. Right, we have four shitas over here. Who's going to be made on the person? Six and stones of his house. The neshama, the um, evarim, okay, or the malachim that accompany you. Okay, in no specific order. So he says that it's the pasuk says b'shitchav v'vesecha. So we see that that the person has to keep terror. B'shitchav v'vesecha v'lachav adarchu v'shach b'chav kumecha. Those are four stages. B'shitchav v'vesecha that refers to b'vesecha keres abayis is made. That is the malachim ki tzavolach l'shmar chavaderech b'shich b'shich When you lie, that is the when you lie down to go to sleep. That is the neshama that's made. The neshama is elul akadosh baruch so it can be made on the person. It goes and it tells what the person that the person did. Uvkumecha when the person gets up, that is the evar of shal adam that that don't want to get out of bed that are misatzal they're lazy. That's what the karenara says. So that refers to the fourth. Nice nice pshat on that. Okay, let's move on over here. So the zakta mishnah. The mishnah now says. We're going to get back to Chagiga, and the way we're going to discuss, in, we're not really discussing the Pratim of Chagiga, we're going to discuss what about Smicha, right? We know that there's a din of uh, Smicha's carbon, okay? So we're not going to get in, is it a Chiyav, is it a, when is it a Chiyav, right? Exactly all that, but there is, assuming that there is, there's, there's a, a minute to, that a person should do Smicha on the carbon. so the question is, the question is, do, is there a chi of smicha or do we do smicha on yantif? Okay? So now, we have, we're going to have a whole bunch of pairs of people. And Rashi says, this is the earliest machlekes shahisa b'chachme Yisrael. This was the first machlekes, the earliest of the chachme Yisrael. And who were the earliest ones? Those were the zugais. Okay? So what does the zugais mean? That means pairs of chachamim that were leaders of Kla Yisrael Throughout the throughout that time period in generations, and what it, when we say a pair, what we mean is that one was a nasi and one was the abbezin, and together the nasi and the abbezin led Klai Yisrael. So this was the machlekes. Yosi ben Yezer Aimer Shaloi Lesmach. So he he holds he holds that on Yantif don't do smicha. Yosi ben Yechanan Aimer Lesmach. 
So again, the, his counterpart, Yosem and Yechanan, said that you did do smicha. Yeshua and Parach, Ya'amar Shalalalismach. Again, so these are Zugas. So everything is going to be in Pirish. Yeshua and Parach, Shalalalismach. Nitar Beli, Amar Lismach. Yudam and Tavoy, Amar Shalalalismach. Shimon and Shetach, Amar Lismach. Shemaya, Amar Lismach. Avtalia, Amar Shalalalismach. Hillel and Menachem loy nechlaku. Now Hillel was the nasi over here, so Hillel and Menachem didn't argue. But guess what happened? Yatsa Menachem. We'll see exactly what he means. Yatsa. He went out. He left the. So he would have been the Ab Bezdin. Hillel was the nasi. So he left the Bezdin. Okay. Yatsa Menachem nechlamas Shammai. So Shammai came in, and that was Hillel and Shammai were one of the, the, the zugais. Okay. So Hillel was the nasi. Shammai was the Ab Bezdin. And guess what? We know Shammai Omer Shalei Lismach, Hillel Omer Lismach. Hillel holds that you are Saimich, and Shammai holds you not. Now, Harishonim, so the, the Mishnah basically listed five pairs of Zugais over here, Yesi ben Yezer, okay, all the way down. So it's five pairs of Zugais. Harishonim, Hayu Nesim. The first one listed in each of these, so let's say the first one is Yesi ben Yezer, Omer Shalei Lismach, Yesi ben Yechen, and Omer Lismach. The first one is the Nasi. Okay, and the second one is the Shniim La Abbezdin. So now, the second one of the Zugas that we list is the Abbezdin. So we said a Zuga is a pair, they led Klai Yisrael, one is a Nasi, one was the Abbezdin, and the first one listed in our Mishnah in all of these sets of Zugas is the Nasi. Now, Tan Rabbanon Shleisha, Mi Zugas Rishonim, Sha'amru Shalelismaich. So the first, so three of the Zugas Rishonim that said, don't do Smicha, Vishnaim, Zugas Ha'achronim, Sha'amru Lismaich. And two of the Achorinim, so three Nesim and two Av Bezdin, Hayu Nesim, Vishniim Lahem Avos Bezdin, Divir Meir. So that is our Meir, that's a, just another way of cutting this up, right? It's three and two. So, but if you look here, what we're saying is, Yaisi ben Yezer said not to do smicha, Yeshua ben Prachis said not to do smicha. Those were, again, these were the first of the Zugas. Yudem and Tabai Shalai Lesmach. So there were three of the Nesim that said not to do smicha. And the next two is, he was the second of the Zug. It was Shmai of Atayan. Atayan was the Abbezin. So, so we have three Nesim and two Abbezin, which would be Shammai and Atayan, who both said, don't do Smicha. And we're just cutting it the same way, right? There were, there were five Nesim, five, uh, five of uh, Abbezin, and the Machlekes was they each held either Lismach or not to do Smicha. So the way it cuts is three Three of the Nesim said not to do smicha, and two of the Abbezin. It switched, as we got to later. Okay? Um, that's Rameyar. So the Chacham say Yehuda ben Tavoy Abbezin. So Yehuda ben Tavoy was actually an Abbezin. So if you look, right, where do we have, we said, Nitei Arbeli Omer Lismach, Yehuda ben Tavoy Omer Shaloi Lismach. So he says that he was an Abbezin. Okay, that Shimon ben Shetach, where it said Shimon ben Shetach, so Yudam and Tavoy was a, um, the way we have it listed here was a, was a Nasi, and Shimon ben Shetach was the Abbezin, so the Chachamim say, Yudam and Tavoy Abbezin, then no, you switch around our Mishnah. Okay, so that pair, that's basically what the Chachamim say. If you go back to our Mishnah, pair number three, which is Yudam and Tavoy Yashalim Lismach, Shimon ben Shetach, Lismach, Sounds like Yudim and Tavoi is the Nasi and Shimon is the Abezin because we said listed first and second. The Chum argue and hold it. You switch those two around. Now, how do we know that? So now, Mantana, so, so we're just trying to figure out, again, so we have a Machlikis, Yudim and Tavoi and Shimon and Shetach were Zuk. They lived at the same time period. They ruled together. Question was, question is that all we're trying to figure out now is between, we have a Machlikis, Rameyer, was the town of our Mishnah, and, and, um, and the Rabbanon, which one was the Nasi and which one was the Abezin? So now we're going to try to figure out man 
Tana Lahad Tana Rabbanon, who is the following Brisa? Amar. So again, we have five Zugas. One of them, this is what the proper order is. The, the first one is the Nasi, always, and the second one is an Abezin. So the question was, with that one pair, Shimon Mechetach and Rabbi Yehuda ben Tavoy, who was the Nasi, who was the Abezin? So now, Mantan al Tana Rabbanon, I'm Rabbi Yehuda ben Tavoy. So Rabbi Yehuda ben Tavoy said the following Din, Era ben Achama. So that is the Lashon of Shvua. I will see the. <coughs> I should see <coughs> the rebuilding of the Beit Hamikdash. Now it's interesting because Yehuda ben Tavoy lived during the time of the Second Beit Hamikdash. So why is he making a Shvua? It's a Lashon of Shvua, but basically saying that I won't. There's, I won't see the rebuilding of the Beit Hamikdash. He's living in the Second Beit Hamikdash. So the answer is that he meant that for even in the Second Beit Hamikdash, they knew they didn't have everything they had in the First Beit Hamikdash. It still wasn't ideal. So they would still go ahead, and they were still makava for the. The, the Geula, which would bring back the first base of Mikdash, okay, the Kayach of the first base of Mikdash, but anyways, either way, he swore, I went ahead and killed an Eid Zoymim. Okay, so what's an Eid Zoymim? That is somebody who goes ahead, let's say someone falsely accuses somebody, somebody falsely accuses him. Now, and then, right, somebody comes and says, you couldn't be Eidim because you were with us. Okay, we know that you're false Eidim, so what's the Din? Kasher Zamam La'asos so what's the din? The din is like you intended to do. So we see from here that the only time, let's say, okay, let's say a pair of Adam come and say that uh, we know Reuven killed Shimon. Then new Adam come and say those Adam were, were false Adam. So the din is like this. It's, it's counterintuitive. If, the, if Reuven, and Shimon, you know, Reuven wasn't killed yet, okay, so in other words, the, the, he wasn't killed yet, then we say ka'asher zamam la'asas la'achib. Then the edim zamimim get killed. The loy ka'asher asa. Okay, it's ka'asher zamam la'asas, like they intended to do. But if they, if the, if the people were already killed, then we don't kill the edim zamimim. Counterintuitive. It's only ka'asher zamam. So now, what's he's, the point of Yehuda ben Tobai making this shavua contingent on if he didn't? Let, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, we, okay. Well, let, let's, just, let's just get through the story before we... Okay, let's get through the story. So he's, making, he's saying, I swear. That's what I'm saying, I swear. I swear that I killed an Eid Zaymim. Why? The Tzedukim held the other way. They didn't learn of that drasha. And they held that, you know when you killed an Eid Zaymim? If the false testimony caused someone to die, then you get killed. We said that the halacha of the Rabbanon hold the other way, that it's only if they intended to. Once they already died, then we don't kill the false Adam. Okay? So he went ahead and said, but that's what he was saying. What he was saying was, I killed an Eid Zaymim. Okay, except this was an Eid Zaymim, one. Okay? Problem is, Amr Leishim Ben Shetach, Ere Ben Achama, Im Damnaki. I swear that you killed an innocent person. Why? Because So it's very nice that you were trying to go ahead and, and, and validate the ruling of the Chachamim, but you killed a single aid. And even the Chachamim don't agree that you would kill a single aid. It's only a pair. The only time you would kill them is if it was a pair. So they're having Shua back and forth, so it's just Lashon Shua. He's saying, I swear that I killed an aid Zaymin. And Shimon goes to him, oh, really? Well, then I swear that you killed an innocent person. All right? So now, Again, is only if it's a pair. So, oh boy, Yehuda ben Tavoy realized that he made a mistake. So he said, you know what? I, I'm a kabbalah myself. That's it. 
I'm not doing halachas anymore unless you're in Mechetach's there. I got to make sure I'm getting it right. Okay, now, by the way, the whole, his whole life, he tried to, he was crying about this fact that he killed this innocent person. He would prostrate himself, okay? He, he would lie down on the, this kever. And they would hear a voice. They thought it was the dead person that was crying out. No, no. That it was my, I was crying about what I did. Teidu, you want to know, and I have a raya for you, that it was me. No, it's lest you think it was a dead person crying, you know how you know it was me? Because, humes, you'll see, I'll, I'll, I'll be proven right. Tomorrow I'm going to die, whatever, at a certain point in the future I will die. In Kailanishma, you'll see that the crying will have stopped. So you see that it's me, and it's not the dead person in the ground that's crying. One second, the Ravashi, who says that, who says that it's no raya, just because, the day, the day you die, the crying stops. Maybe, maybe, really, it was always the person who was in the ground that was crying. And I, why did he stop crying when you died? Because you finally got your revenge. He finally got his revenge on you. Okay, either, either he was happy now that you're dead, so you stopped crying out, or he, he, you went up Lamila, and now he brought you to Din Lamila that you killed him innocently. So you have no right. Okay, but either way, what's the point of the story here? Now, money. What's the point of the story? The part that we care about the story for us here is we're trying to figure out of, these, of this Zug, who was the Nasi, who was the Abbezin. So now, Yehuda ben Tavoy said, when he realized he made a mistake, I'm only doing halacha, I'm only going to paskin from now on if Shem Meshatach is there. Money. Money, huh? So if you want to say it's Rameyer, Da'amar Shivan Ben Shetach Abbezin. That says Shivan Ben Shetach. He was number two. He's the Abbezin. Rabbi Yudam and Tavoy Nasi. So then it makes a lot of sense. Hainu to come Mayri Halacha Bifne Shivan Ben Shetach. So it's okay. Um, so it's okay. If Yehudim and Tavoy was the Nasi, so he, it's no problem. The Nasi's on a higher level. He can pull rank on an Abbezin. So if you say that Rehudim and Tavoy, so there's no problem that he can go ahead and bring the Abbez in there and say, I'm only paskining if Shem Ben Shetach is there. No problem being Mera Halacha Bifnei, somebody who's maybe Shagadol Meno. Eloi Amr Rabbanon, Da'amr Yehudim and Tavoy, Abbez But if you say we're going like the Rabbanon, who say that Yehudim and Tavoy was the Abbez So he was paskining. He's the lower level one, the Abbez din. Shem Ben Shetach Nasi, Abbez din, if named Masim, Yimera Halacha. The Abbez is not allowed to paskin in front if the Nasi is there. So how could Rabbi Yudim Ben Tavoy be saying that I'm only going to paskin if Shem Ben Shetach is there according to the Rabbanon? Wouldn't make any sense. So the Abbez din is higher? Nasi is higher. Okay, right? That's what Eliyam, Rabbi Rabbanon, Yehudim Ben Tavoy, Abbez din, Shem Ben Shetach Nasi, Abbez din, Nasi, Yimera Halacha, you can't. Abbez din can't teach it. So there wasn't my answer. Loi, my kibbal love the ka'amar. What we use in Makabal, it's to Rufe. That you're right. Really, Shem Ben Shetach, even according to Rabbanon, the Rabbanon are saying it could be like the Rabbanon. It could be like either one. That's what we're answering. But it could be like the Rabbanon. <coughs> yes, Shem Ben Shetach was on a higher level. But he was saying, what he was saying was to, to join together. Meaning, that Rehudim and Tavoy was saying, I won't paskin on a Bezdin unless, I won't sit on a Bezdin unless Shem is there together with me. So it's not him paskining, it's sitting on a Bezdin together. They need three anyways, and that wouldn't be a problem. Okay, now let's go back to, <coughs> let's go back to just work out one other thing in the mission before we get to the halacha. Right, there's a, this, remember, this was, this was the five zugas that we're discussing whether or not women do smi, uh, I'm sorry, whether or not we do smicha on a carbon on yontif. 
Yatzat Menachem, Menachem Venechne Shabbos. So we said in regards to the fifth Zug, so originally it was Menachem and Hillel. Hillel was the Nasi, Menachem was the Abbezin. And then Menachem left. He left the, the Bezdin. Leichen Yatza, where did he go? Avai Amar Yatza Tarbas Ra. He went off the derech. Rava Amar Yatzar Labaydas Hamelech. Okay, he was summoned by the king. He went, he lateral, there was a lateral move. Okay, he didn't go off the derech, but he could no longer work in the Bezdin because he was summoned by the king. Tanya Nami Hachi, Yatza Menachem Labaydas Hamelech, Yatza Imai. And we have a price that says that he went to Abaydas Hamelech, he was summoned by the king. Yatza Imai Shmoinim Zugais. He took with him. Okay, 80 zugas talmidim levushin sirikun, wearing 80, 80 pairs of talmidim wearing royal clothes because he went to the he went to serve the king. Fine. Now, Amar Rav Shaman Bar Abba Amar Rav Yechanan Lo Elam Alti Shvus Kala Necha. Don't think that a dinder abanan should be. Don't treat it lightly. Shaharei smicha ena elamisham shvus. Okay, that smichas carbon is only a shvus. Okay, meaning on Yantif over here, what's the problem? It's b'mishtamish b'behema. Just like we know the Rabbanon went ahead and said, don't, don't, don't use a tree. Now I'll climb up a tree. Okay, so too it's mishtamish b'behema. It's only a shvos. And yet, shavay smicha in mishum shvos, smicha on Yantif of the carbon, using an animal, and we'll get to it. When they, meaning when they went ahead and did smicha, it wasn't that they put a light tap. They pushed down on the animal. So that's using the animal, and that's only a shvus biyantif, okay? And the gedali hadar, and the gedali hadar had to go back and forth about this. We see all these zugas; it's amazing. So the gemara says pshita, yeah, that's that's what the rabbanon were there for to work out halachas. Shvus mitzvot. So the gemara says pshita, yeah, of course it's it's an iser. So why wouldn't they discuss this? The gemara says shvus mitzvah it's trichale, okay? That this is a shvus b'maka mitzvah. So you might think, okay, you might think. That, it was, that, that, that even with Mitzvah, the Gemara says again, Hanami Pshita. That's also Pashit. Again, they're trying to work out the halacha. So the Gemara says, no. That we're going, we're going, Kenege, the Ba'an who says that the Homa Chlaikis is, is there Smicha? Kamash Malan, Now, what does that mean? Meaning that there, if we remember back in Be'er, we learned that there is a man, that, that there is an Isser, that there is a, sorry, there is a question whether or not all karbanos require smicha anyway. Since when, where does it say smicha? It says it by an Elas Nadava. So the question is, do other karbanos require smicha or not? So you might think it's machlekes whether you require smicha or not. We're arguing back and, back and forth. Now, if you need smicha, then you do it on Yantav. If you don't need smicha <coughs> on other karbanos, then you don't do it on Yantav, obviously, right? So, no, Kamash Malan, what we're coming to say is the machlekes here is not in the shita. It's not to argue whether there is smicha on these other karbanos. The whole machlekes is... It, in the shita that holds that there is smicha, would you do smicha on yantif and it's misham shvos, and that's what we, that's what's coming to say. smicha, like we spoke out, smicha They have to do it with all your kayach, meaning you have to really use the animal. So then, what iser are you doing? Lismaich, just go ahead and uh, put your hand on the carbon, and there's no iser at all. Go ahead and do the smicha. Elamai, we see what, How do you do smicha? You put. Full kaychay on it, so you're using the animal, and now you've now triggered a shvus right now, an, an iser chachamim. Okay, and that's why it's machlokes. Do we say to do the to do smicha? Do, do we go ahead and tell you to do smicha on yontif if it's an iser shvus meisve? So the Gemara asked, "Amar ben Yisrael b'samach ben Yisrael soim chin ve'ein ben Yisrael soim chais." That it's the pasuk says, "Daber ben Yisrael." When it talks about again, we said 
that we're talking about Eilus uh, Nadava, so we bring in this din of smicha. That's Samach Bnei Yisrael. The Bailam of the Karban have to go in and do smicha, but it says a Lashon of Bnei Yisrael. Why does it say that? To tell you Bnei Yisrael Saimchin, Bnei Bnei Yisrael Saimchis. Reb Yisi, Reb Shimon, you have to change it to Amr Bnei Yisrael Saimchis Rishos, so that they can go ahead and they can do smicha. Now, Amr Reb Yisi, Sachli Abba Lazar, Pamachas Hayolano Egal Shazid Cheshlamim. One time we had a Karban, Vebiyanu Leezras Nashim, Vesamchu Alav Nashim, and the women did smicha. Not because, not because uh, uh, that the women have to do smicha. We make them feel good, okay, as if they're being they're doing something. So ah, the men do it, so you could do it too. Fine, go ahead and do it too. But there's no mitzvah for you to do it. Now, if you hold, you need smicha bechol koychay. That's right. We're coming off here. You said smicha bechol koychay. Since you need smicha bechol koychay, now it it triggers the iser shvos of using an animal, and and otherwise it wouldn't be a question because just put your hand on it and call it a day. Call it smicha. Now, if you hold smicha bechol koychay bayinan, how mishum nachas ruach lenashim avdin and avoid the kachim? How could you go ahead and use kachim if if it's you're, you're if you're putting kol koychay, then you're using the animal. So much so that it triggers the Yisr Shavos, so too, you're now using Kachim. So just to make the women feel good? How could we, that, that's an Yisr. How could you go out and use Kachim? So the Gemara says, And that's the Kasha. So the Gemara says, No. Really? Yeah, when they went to the women to go, make them feel good, they said, put your hand on the carbon. And they didn't go ahead and put Kol Kachim because that would be using Kachim, and then no, you're not allowed to use Kachim, that's an Isser. Daraisa. Yachi, let me finish Okay, so the Gemara says, so uh, I got a problem with that though. We said, we said that the reason we allowed the woman to do it is, Yachi, let me finish a smicha benashim, typically, smicha klal. So why don't we just say that when we went ahead and said that there's no smicha for nashim, but we did it to make them feel good, that's completely not the point. We didn't go ahead and do this with the women to make them feel good. We didn't really do a real smicha. We did a fake smicha to make them feel good. We didn't do a real smicha to make them feel good. So why don't we say, mitzvah We're trying to say over here that there's no mitzvah for the nashim to do smicha. And the fact that they did it in this story, that they brought it to the woman to do it, was just to make them feel good. That's completely beside the point. We made them feel good, but we didn't do a real smicha. And that's why, that's how we know there's no mitzvah smicha for nashim. Okay, so the Gemara answers, you're right, it's saying both of those things. Number one, don't, don't ask me from that story, I hold that there's no mitzvah of smicha, that there's no mitzvah of smicha for, for women at all, and yet we see that the women did it. Number one, they didn't even really do smicha, and even what they did was only so that answers the question. Now, Taisa says over here that we learns from this, and we've discussed this concept before, um, Pirish read the nashim didon im boyin lasis mitzvah saseh shazman grama levarech alein ein memachin biyadam. Okay, so we see from this concept that we go ahead and we'll allow the woman to do some sort of spitz uh, mitzvah. Okay, now now there why why are we saying that? And he's saying that we'll go ahead and we'll allow the women to do mitzvah saseh shazman grama and make a bracha. Okay, because what's what's a bracha levatala? Worst case scenario, it's a bracha levatala, or it's a bracha levatala. That's an Isra Durabanan. What is this thing that we went ahead and we allowed them to put their hands on the carbon? That is, it looks like, okay, 
Um, it looks like the unfortunately they explained to us is that it looks like they're doing an avoid the behektish. That would also be an isidra banan. Doing an avoid the behektish would be an isidra raisa. Doing something that looks like an avoid the behektish would be an isidra banan. So just like over here, we see because of the nashim, we allowed them to go ahead and put their hands on the carbon to make them feel good. So we allowed them to violate an isidra banan of something that looked like avoid the behektish. So too, we'll allow women to go ahead and do mitzvah as man grama even though they're potter, and make a bracha on it. And this is where Tosis has that shita, and we discussed this before, that the Sephardim don't, right? They do not make a bracha, but the Ashkenazim generally do make a bracha. Okay, but this is where, this is the Tosis, I guess, that would, uh, would <coughs> provide, the, that, that's where the Makar would be for, the, at least the Ashkenazi side. Now, <coughs> fine. So again, we see here that Nashim are uh, potter from Smicha. Now, Amar Rav Papa, Shma Mina, we see from our Mishnah that Sdaden Asurin, that not just, now this was a machlekes we had in Shabbos. Am I allowed to use the sides of an animal? Right, so we see here from the fact that the whole machlekes is on Yontif, can you do smicha on the animal? Yes or no? We see that you can't do, like, let's say the head of an animal, and that's what Rashi explains here. The head of an animal is considered Sdaden. That's not the guf. A person doesn't normally sit on the head of the animal, you sit on the body of the animal. So the head would be considered stadim, it's like the sides. So the Gemara in Shabbos had a machlekes, whether it's stadim or aser. We know that everybody holds that it's aser to, to use the animal itself. What about the sides of the animal? Over there, discuss the story, we have a Moira, who used the side of an animal as a slide, that he was playing with his child. I don't know if you remember that uh, story. But anyways, so he said, Mishmami not stadim asurin. So we see from here that stadim are assuming the isah that the stadim mutarim lists meichlit stadim. So go ahead and do smicha on the head, and you're not using the guf of the animal. Elamai, why don't we go ahead and say oh, everybody, according to everybody, go ahead and do smicha and do it on the head of the animal? It must be that stadim are also aser, okay? That it's also together that shvos elav shmami not stadim asurin. So the Gemara says Rabbi Ravashi Amar afilu teimot stadim mutarin. That no, even if you want to tell me that stadin are really mutter, called the Bahadi Gaba Kigaba dummy. So really it's stadin of an animal, the side sides. But over here, what are you going to do smicha on? You don't do smicha on the side of the animal, you have to do smicha on top. So it's either on the back of the animal, that would be real, or the head of the animal. And that which we're saying, the head of an animal, is not considered stadin. That's and that's what we're at. Anything that's on the same level, right? Rashi says, So it's one continuous, it's just an extension of the main body of the animal. The head just continues along there. That is not considered stadim, okay? And therefore, yes, it is, you could do smicha, uh, you don't have to do it on the goof of the animal, you could do it on the head of the animal, but that is not considered stadim, that's considered part of the same. It's considered Agam Hema, and therefore it would fall within the same restriction. No review again. I'll send out the review, but... Uh.